Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Dawn Kennedy's in the house with me and we're just getting into God's word and uh, reading from Colossians chapter three. It is a Colossians three will help you in every area of your life. I'm just going to say again, it will teach you how to think right, what to set your mind to, how to do it, what to put to death, what in your life. I mean, I'm not about killing a person, but what to put to death or, or deprive a power in your life. Uh, what to put on, what to take off. It'll talk to you about your character, Christian home, instruction for wives, husbands, children, fathers, volunteers, and employees. Wow. It's an all-service, one-stop chapter three of Colossians. I love it. I think there needs to be a quick sidebar, too, about okay. your uncle from the last... He got set free, too. Yes, he, he got did. saved. He got yeah. he got filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yes, right? yes, yes. And so God is good because he yeah. changed your life. Right. You got to help yeah. change his. Yeah, I had the honor of getting to pray with, uh, with that uncle that mm-hmm. uh, had abused me for years. And, and the Lord just showed me, hey, he... The one that is abused and the abuser is just as mm-hmm. miserable and hurt and trapped and is a victim. Right. And so God is an equal opportunity God. We can all run to him. Mm-hmm. We can all confess and we can all say, hey, I need your help, God. I, I have this running conversation with God. I may say it out of my mouth or I may not. It is just, you know, I'm just talking to the Lord, have communion with him. And, and uh, he is my strength. He's my source. He's my help. Mm-hmm. And so he he will be yours as well. Okay. Now we're going to, we are in chapter, uh, verse five of Colossians three. And I'm telling you, this is not a chapter for the faint of heart. <laughs> the section that we're in is not for the faint of heart. It gets right down where we are, where we are. It says, therefore put to death your members, which are on the earth, fornication. We just talked about that. Now we're going to talk about uncleanness and what that means in the, uh, the scriptures. It means impurity, physically or morally, in a moral sense, the impurity of lustful, luxurious, prolific, which is wasteful, extravagant, prodigal living. Uh, it's impurity of lustful, luxuriousness, impure living, and of impure motives. I mean, you know, that is so easy to get in that trap. All these things that are pointed out, especially in this verse, I mean, it's just, it can be just a way of life, the way of the world. And, and we're called uh, to not go around condemning or we're not called, we are not higher or mightier or right. uh, holier <laughs> than thou. We are all subject to, to the, we could all right. fall into this trap, right. but we are called to stand out. We are called to be a light and be different with Christ on the inside of us. Right. And, uh, and, but, and remember, we're all works in progress. Yeah. Thank God <laughs> yeah, I'm still, so, you know, he's still working on me like that little kid's song. So we're talking about all this stuff, but just because some of this isn't part of our life doesn't mean uh, we're perfect. Right. Right. We're right. still works in progress. Right. And so we're not judging anybody. We're just trying to help everybody get set free. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, uh, when the Lord sees sin, sin is sin. Right. It's a principle, the yeah. sin principle. Right, right. One sin is not greater than the other. It right. just, uh, especially on this earth and different things that some have greater consequences. Right. <laughs> in circumstances surrounding and even though it. we're not perfect, we're striving for yeah, the, right. we're, we're striving we're perf- for the yeah. high, for well, the higher. <laughs> and we are we are perfect in him but sometimes mm-hmm. you know in the spirit but sometimes our actions have not caught up with it and so we're in that process of walking out sanctification. I know I'm definitely in a process. Thank you Jesus. <laughs> so, put to death the members uh that it's, it says, uh, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness. So we just define that. Let me say it one more time. Impurity, physically or morally, 
in a moral sense, the impurity of lustful, luxurious, prolificate, wasteful, extravagant, prodigal living, the impurity of lustful, luxurious, impure living, and of impure motives. Then it talks about um, passion. Well, the Greek word for that is inordinate, unrestrained, excessive, unreasonable, affection, and lust. So, you know, life is all about boundaries, right? Uh, boundaries that are good for us. And so it's so easy for us, just like my, my mom who loved me with all of her heart, she got out of the boundaries of, of you know, and she began to be a not just a heavy drinker, but a very, very, um, her, she was an alcoholic of alcoholics, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, they told her that if she drank one more time, finally at the end, before she, when she, which th- this is how she said she quit. The doctor said, if you get drunk one more time, maybe if you just drink one more time, you're going to die. She, her liver would quit, was just about to quit working. She was yellow. Uh, she was one sick woman. And, uh, she was 38 at that point, and she'd been in and out of rehabs, and, and praise God for rehabs. I know they help a lot of people, but uh, my mother's life was changed when she cried out to God. But see, she got there because there were no restraints. There were no boundaries of protection around her. Which is what everybody says they want these days, yeah. right? They yeah. want to be not told right. what they can what and can't, can't do. do. But then it just keeps going to more and more evil, more and more yeah. hurt, more and more damage. Yeah. Yeah, to where, lot, where everything is out of bounds, or, or, or in other words, to where everything is okay. Right. Everything is allowed, everything is, is approved of, and that's, that's, that's not true. That is not true. And so, uh, put to death, uh, subdue it of power, mortify it, is what that means. Uh, destroy the strength of fornication, uncleanness, passion, now, evil. Evil means worthless, depraved, corrupt, deviant, perverted, debased, immoral, or injurious, bad, harm, ill, or wicked. See, we wrestle not, the Bible says, uh, 2 Corinthians 10.4, I believe, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. I may have the address of that scripture wrong, but that is the scripture. And so we are, we, we are not struggling against flesh and blood. We are struggling against spiritual forces, mm-hmm. wickedness in high places, what the script, how the Scripture describes it. And so, uh, you know, I know growing up, the things I saw, there was definitely a spiritual battle that came through in the natural, and it disrupted our lives. Uh, it caused all kind of pain and heartache. But glory be to God that God rescued me. He brought, you know, he... he uh, rescued a little girl, and I just clung to him. And we had to work through. The Lord helped me to work through those thoughts, right? Of all, because of all those things that had come against me and my family, for actually for generations, mm-hmm. and uh, so that I could walk in a different way. I right. could set a different pattern, set a different pattern, and that was by the power of the Holy Spirit. But there is evil out there, okay? And we're talking about the forces behind what some people do or, or what we may do. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. an evil thing, okay? Right. It means inordinate, unrestrained. See, when we have an unrestrained life, that's why, you know, there, people end up, you know, maybe they've killed somebody or whatever it may be, which Christ can forgive you. 
right? But we're not to continue in those sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not to practice a lifestyle of sin as a believer. We have, we've been raised to a new place. Like it says in Colossians 1 and 2, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Where Christ is seated, we are that our life is is higher than that. We have a higher perspective, mm-hmm. and so um, we we cannot deny that there is depraved depravity and corruption and deviance and perversion and debased things. Uh, that's a part of this world. That's a part of this life. But you are not are not called to be that. And if you do not have a relationship with Christ, as I said in the beginning, you can all this can change. You can you can enter into relationship with him, uh, as we talked about in the earlier broadcast. Um, and then it talks about put to death or deprive of power, mortify, destroy, destroy the strength of and subdue is what that means. Covetousness, which means lust, desire, craving, longing, desire for what is forbidden, strong sexual desire. You know, some people say, well, I don't know how I ended up in this affair. I don't know how I got there. Well, it was a strong desire. Mm-hmm. It was a temptation. And, you know, if you keep meeting long enough around the water cooler or talking after work or texting, texting something's going to yeah. happen, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, these things happen in this earth. They don't have to. It's what you're thinking on. <laughs> yeah, what you're thinking. Have you set your mind on that? That's why it's important. How do you keep from falling into these traps? We talked about this a moment ago. Do Colossians 3, verse 1 and 2. Uh, Seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of the Father, and set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. So Put your expectations on Him yeah. and not somebody yeah, else. Right. Because it's so easy, you know, to we're inundated with shows and uh, programs, books, all kinds of advertisements that glorify you know, some of these these things that are written right here in Colossians 3, verse 5, which is, again, put to death your members which are on earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. You know, some people may not even realize that some of these things are truly wrong. They haven't been taught mm-hmm. or that, it, that it's going to injure them or their loved ones, that it's going to cause a reaction and a... Uh, that you don't want. It's going to bring fruit that you don't want. Mm -hmm. Just like Adam and Eve in the garden, you know, they were tempted. They ate of the forbidden truth. They went outside the boundaries. The one thing God told them not to do. The one thing, yeah. They had this beautiful, glorious garden and he'd walk in the evening with them in the cool of the garden. But the devil always tries to tell you you're missing something, that God is holding out on you. And uh, and plus, one thing that happens, and, and I've seen this so many times in, in, in different situations and, and things and praying with people and ministering, um, is that we end up trying to numb our own pain. Uh, we end up trying to fill the void in our life with a substance or a toxic Person relationship, or, yeah. some kind of vice, some kind mm-hmm. of sin, some kind of habit. Uh, we end up trying to medicate and heal ourselves whenever he is the healer. He's, he heals the brokenhearted, binding up their wounds. And he satisfies the hungry. Seek and you shall find. You know, uh, he fills the thirsty and the hungry. He feeds the hungry and he, he gives you something that you need to fill up that empty, broken place in your life. And so, um, but it's when we stop, even, you know, those that are in church every Sunday, you know, you say, well, how did they end up, how did their marriage fall apart? How did they end up in this addiction or how did this happen? You know, 
Well, when you start looking outside mm-hmm. and for the for these outside substances that are that are prolificate or like we were talking about earlier, uh, that are unrestrained, that's what passion means, unrestrained, excessive, unreasonable, lust, affection, that goes beyond the wonderful, loving, protective boundaries in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And then you, tr- then you, next thing you know, you're in a trap. My mother didn't set out one day and say, I'm going to be an alcoholic. Or that I'm going to let my daughter get abused. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah my uncle and some other men that came through uh, that were in my life mm-hmm. because of my mother's altered state of mind. Mm-hmm. My, they didn't sit out and say, well, today I'm going to abuse this little girl or, and I'm going to, you know, da-da-da-da. No, it was, there was a, something they were trying to numb the pain and fill the void mm-hmm. and try to fix and heal themselves. And I tell you, uh, there is, there's power in the name of Jesus. There is a healing in the name of Jesus. There's love there to turn, no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, and no matter what you, what's happened to you, here's something I had to learn. I am not what happened to me. Right. I am who Christ says I am. I am, I am his. I am not perfect in all my doing, but I'm perfect in him, in the spirit. But I haven't worked it all out. I'm in a process. Right. You know, and to think higher, to set my perspective higher, there, there's so much more that we can do and be. Mm-hmm. So much more that we can uh, be a part of. Mm-hmm. And so... That, um, okay, let's go back. Let's finish verse five. It says, put to death, subdue of power, mortify, uh, idolatry, which is worship of false gods, image worship, literally, literally or figuratively, you know, worshiping other gods, worshiping, um, there's lots of can other be money. Right, it can, it can be, yeah. Star, TV stars, yeah. it can be anything, mm-hmm. but <laughs> anything that you put in, pro- in place of God. In place of God, mm-hmm. exactly. That, that's what it is. Uh, it's, it's something that uh, can take a place in your heart that it's not supposed to, that it can take the, and be the ruler in your heart, sit on the throne of your heart, mm-hmm. instead of your life revolving around Jesus Christ, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and seeking him, he is that, that your life circles around and is hidden in him and, and uh, that he is everything. You know, he's your life. Uh, when these other things can take the place of God mm-hmm. in those areas. So that's a verse uh, that's in the Bible. Colossians 3 verse 5. I did not make it up. This is not Lou, just Lou Ada talking. This is what the word says. This is a loving God who desires for your best. Uh, Jeremiah 29 11 says, behold, I have plans for a future to give you a hope, hope. and expect it in to give you a future. And so, you know, just like my kids growing up, I'll say, don't do that. That that's you're you're going to fall, you're going to hurt yourself, or that's going to be a problem. Don't stick that you know? knife in, don't stick that toy in the electric socket. It's yeah, going to bite you, right? You know, <laughs> because I love you. I don't want you to do that because you're going to suffer some consequences from that. And that's the way our God does. He lays it out so that we can understand we, we where we get trapped. And so I see Colossians chapter three verse five as a very loving, but it's also a Get down in your junk right where you live. I'm going to read it one more time. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. That means of your body. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. 
ouch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's right there where where the world is and where, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, it can happen to, to any of us. I think, too, there's a lot of people in this day and time, there's a lot of split homes, a lot of broken marriages, children growing up without a loving father, and so they don't know how to experience that. But I promise you, no matter what, God loves you, and he, he will show you how much he loves you if you just give him the yeah. opportunity. Right. And also, give him the opportunity to set you free. Give him the opportunity to take that thing that you have felt so overwhelmed and helpless and it's taken over or you feel, or it's just now starting and you can see where it's heading to break that thing off in your life. You know, it's so easy. Re- confess, repent, renounce, turn around and go the other way. Press into God. These things can fall off. And so uh, we're going to go into verse six. It says, because of these things, what things? fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, and idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. Wrath is vindication, indication, indignation, a justifiable abhorrence, anger. Disobedience is unbelief. Now, I never really thought about it like that. I thought of disobedience was just being rebellious and not do what you were told to do, right? right. It also means Unbelief, obstinacy, obstinate opposition to the divine will, disbelief, obstinate and rebellious. Now, haven't we all been there? Mm-hmm. Haven't we all Especially in my been teenage there? days. Yeah, teenage <laughs> days, you know, and sometimes in our older days, yeah. you know. But that is very, it, he, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Those are in unbelief because if you believe that God is not enough, If you believe God can't heal you, fix you, set you free, that you're missing out on something he's holding out on you, you can find yourself in verse 5 in the fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, and idolatry, right? And so those things get a Or just indifference. Or indifference, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Disbelief, obstinate, rebellion, you know. Um, 1 Peter 1, 13 through 16 talks about bracing up your mind and live as children of obedience, don't con- not conform to the evil desires. Be holy as I am, I am holy. Let me see if I can turn over there right quick. We have just enough time. First Peter 1, 13. Oh, I'm in Second Peter. Hold on. Hold everything. Therefore, now this goes right along with what we've just been talking about. First Peter 1, 13. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Well, what did we just read about? Colossians 1 and 2, set your mind and keep them set on things above. And Peter, it says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children. Listen, did you know you can be obedient? You can be obedient. You have the ability to obey. You have the ability to change. It's a God-given right and a God-given ability, a God-given empowerment. Be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust as in your ignorance. Wow. Wow. Don't conform yourselves to the former lust, those things that you were once set free, or maybe you haven't been set free yet. 
Don't conform yourselves to those lessons. And if you're hearing ignorance. this, you're not ignorant anymore. Right, right. Yeah, if you're deal hearing this, it. you're not ignorant anymore. Yeah. This is the word of yeah, truth. deal with it. Deal with it. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. We don't hear that very much anymore. Yeah. Holiness? What's holiness? Yeah. But it's, it's not something, it's not just what you where or where you go or don't go holiness is a change on the inside it's your your character your nature it's being washed and cleansed from your sins and impurities and you begin to walk it out Mm -hmm. and begin to learn the ways of holiness right and learn being able to say no no in the name of jesus what did jesus tell peter get thee behind me (laughs) you are not minding the things of god but the things of man you know get behind me say no when jesus would be in in the wilderness uh, he said, it is written, thou shalt uh, love the Lord thy God with heart, soul, mind, and strength. You know, what everything that the enemy tempted Jesus with, he countered him with the word. And he said, no. Now, we have, it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. Mm-hmm. It's it, Christ on the inside of us. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. You're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. You are victor in Jesus' name. So, uh, this I say yes. I say yes to it. I step into it. I say yes. I, say yes. Yeah. I submit to it. Mm-hmm. I I humble myself and I I submit to it and I say yes. And I renew. Do it so. I renew my mind and yes. read the word and worship. Right. The word of God will change your mind. It will imprint upon your mind and your spirit. And you, the more you know it, the more you know what to do and what not to do. The more you know it, the more you're empowered to do what you should do and not do what you're not supposed mm-hmm. to do. It's amazing. Our words may not change you but this word sure will god's word sure will (laughs) that's why i was saying earlier uh, guys i'm not making this up i'm reading this out of colossians chapter Mm 3 and and in first peter 1 13 through 16 this isn't thus saith lueda this saith the lord jesus christ who is the word Mm -hmm. the son of the living god their salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I know as I submit myself to the word and the character and nature of Christ, things change. Sometimes I'm disobedient. Sometimes I'm rebellious and go, well, I'm just going to say that anyway, because I'm man. Or I'm just going to eat that anyway. I'm just going to eat that anyway. But I'm, I am practicing submitting my flesh mm-hmm. and, and putting these things to death and submitting to the word of God and the Holy Spirit, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and the Lord's will, because it's going to be good for me. Mm-hmm. It's not going to bring me heartache and pain. It is going to produce the fruit I actually want. These other things in First Corinthians, First Colossians three one. These other things like fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, and idolatry. It will produce something I do not want. Yeah, I do not want that baggage, baggage, hurt. pain, hurt. Anger, sometimes disease. unforgiveness. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, all kinds of all, stuff. All that because yeah. even even if you don't get disease from someone, say in mm-hmm. a se- in a sexual mm-hmm. situation, you can get disease by holding on to unforgiveness yeah, bitterness. and mm-hmm. bitterness and and all those things mm-hmm. that the enemy attacks you mm-hmm. with when you open the door and let him keep coming in. Right, exactly. <clears throat> well, I'm just going to take. We just have just a tiny bit of time left. I'm just going to pray for you guys and. Um, just just receive this prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you there is power in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, right now, we come. Father, we, we put to death, mortify, 
destroy the strength of and subdue the the members of our that are on the earth. Yes, we Jesus. subdue those parts of our life, Lord, and we deprive it of power. Uh, and those things such we repent of fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. We repent of disobedience, Father, and rebellion and stubbornness. We repent, Father, of our unbelief. Forgive us, cleanse us, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we repent, we renounce these things, we say no to them, we cut them off in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. We declare they no longer have a place and a part in our life. And in the name of Jesus, we come and we, Father God, we confess these sins and we thank you, you're faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We declare the truth has come and the truth has made us free. And right now, Father, I speak a turnaround, a reversal. Lord, give them the holy desires. Give them a craving for you. In the name of Jesus, fill every void, every empty place. Heal every broken heart, every broken place in their lives. I cut off um, uh, the family curses and word curses and generational curses that have passed down through generations. Alcoholism, drugs, uh, pornography, adultery, sexual sins and perversion. All these things, Father, in the name of Jesus, I cut them off in the name of Jesus and I release a brand new lease on life and empowerment of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen.